Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Two years. Two years. Can you believe it? It's been 365 days plus 365 days. Which is... And I'm really bad at math. Twelve, thirteen. It's ten. Carry the five. New carry three. Carry the one. Seven hundred and seven hundred twenty eight. No, thirty. No, seven hundred and thirty. It thirty. Thirty. Seven hundred thirty. Actually, you know what? I have a. I have a phone. Oh yes, calculators. What will we do without them? You know, I have the most embarrassing story. Um, somebody was like. I was giving them 20% of what like 2,500 would be. And yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? 500. Oh, 20% of 2,500. Yeah. Right. That's like, shouldn't that be like 50%? No, because no. See, I don't get percentages. Oh, you make me feel so good. <laughs> 730. 7.30, good job, good job. I did it in my head. I had to do imaginary drawings, but, you know, it worked. Mm-hmm. So. So two years of audio shelf. I can't believe it. How long do you think normal podcasts, like, go? I don't know. I mean, like, they, people have seasons. They have yeah. seasons. Yeah. But they have, like, what, 10, 13 episodes of each season? Yeah. Maybe even 20? Maybe. But we have literally a hundred and some. We do. We have close to one hundred and twenty, right, or we're, over 20, we're, twenty. We're this. This will be one hundred and twenty-two, I think. Oh my gosh! Yes, and it's crazy because we're a podcast that we don't. There it doesn't need to be a season. No, it's just weekly. We get together. We like each other's mm-hmm. company. Yeah, which is good. People can look in the archives and say, "Oh, I read that book." Yeah, and they can listen. And imagine we've. Listen to over like a hundred books, definitely, because we've had a lot of other episodes that weren't revolving around a book. That's true. So we've definitely had like over a hundred books that we've listened to. Oh my God. In two years. In two years. That's crazy. That is crazy. It's insane to think that we started this Mm -hmm. with zero. Zero books. Zero books. (laughs) Zero Twitter followers, zero narrator friends, zero mics, zero mics. Oh, we had one mic, but then when we came up with the plan for Audio Shelf, we had zero, zero mics. We had to wait for Sean's birthday in order to get a mic arm. Do you remember when we shared mics? Yes, we had to like sit next to each other. Like Uh, you would talk louder than me because I'm quiet anyway. And then if one of us stank that day, we would have to deal with it. It was normally me because I always forget my. And I always give you mine. Yeah, you do. You do. You're a lifesaver for your own nose. (laughs) No, this has been great. And I can't believe that it's been two years. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to stop. No, no. Like, that's the thing is that like two years, normally you feel like, oh, wow, that's cool. But it hasn't been nothing's been happening with it. You know, we finally have gotten some sponsors. Yes. We have three patrons on Patreon, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I've heard that those first ones are the hardest to get. Oh, definitely. So the fact that it's two years in, we have slow growth, 
it feels like good growth. Mm-hmm. It feels like organic. Yes. And we have stickers. And yeah. And we have stickers. So yes. get off our jock. <laughs> get, get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we have come a long way. Yes. So let's list off what other accomplishments we've had this in the past two years. Let's start off with. Yeah, let's. Yeah, <laughs> let's start off. All right. Okay, how about this? How about this? How about we give our favorite? Okay. All right. Like the the thing that made us feel like we had made it. Yes. Favorite milestones. Yes. Okay. You go first. All right. How many? Oh, uh, let's start with one. Okay. All right. <laughs> start easy. One of our favorite. Well, one of my favorite ones was getting into the community and doing the free book fair. Yes. <laughs> was oh that going to be yours? No. Okay, good. No. <laughs> because but Avengers was ruined for us. Avengers was ruined. But <laughs> <laughs> from that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to a later, later episode. <laughs> yeah, we don't know which episode. Just go back. But yeah, so we went out to the community to a local library and we had about what? Uh, over a hundred books and we still have some left over Mm -hmm. two bags worth but we gave away free books with our sticker in there and it had our instagram which is new we had our twitter account our facebook page our website all that information and people have been able to reach out to us yeah it was really cool yeah that was that was really neat that we actually had people come into the room because I did not expect anybody to come in at yeah. all. They were like, what is going on here? All these books spread out. And we're yeah. like, free books. Free books. And there was like a garden show next to us. And we were like, don't go to that boring garden show that you probably paid 50 bucks for. They come did. here. We have cookies and waters. We have cookies and waters. We ate most of the cookies. We did. That was before keto. Yes. <laughs> I missed those cookies. EK. <laughs> My favorite moment which, okay, so we'll share more favorite moments after yes. this one because you, your mention of the community event reminded me of this favorite moment. When we went to the book thing. Oh, yes. And collected all the books. Like, it was rainy. It wasn't, like, a good day. But just, like, getting to spend that time out with Brad and Eddie and Sean and all of us together, that really made me feel good. Mm-hmm. And and just like the looks on both of our faces when we started carrying out books and thinking <laughs> that we were stealing. <laughs> and the guy was like, what you doing over there? We're like, nothing, nothing. nothing. We read a lot. <laughs> yeah. And there was just like so many little old people there. And I yes. love old people that read. Mm-hmm. They just are like old. Yes. And the guy, the volunteer, the book thing was like, take as many books as you want. Yes. Here's a couple bags. And we filled them up. Yeah, we really did. And it. I think just that memory of us doing something together that was for Audio Shelf, that was going to grow it and make it have a great first community event. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite memories. Definitely. Oh, what's another favorite memory? Another favorite memory of mine was when we interviewed CJ Redwine. Oh, that was insane. Because we literally peed our pants. Yes, that was one of our first internationally known yes. authors. Yeah. She has written several retellings of fairy tales, mm-hmm. such as the the Shadow Queen, mm-hmm. the Traitor's Prince, and the Rumpelstiltskin story that we reviewed. Yeah, the and Wish Granter. About. Yeah, yeah, we interviewed her about it. The Wish Granter. Yeah, 
Yes. I mean, that was just like, we really felt like we had arrived. We were like, <laughs> this is like big time. Yeah. Like we were so nervous to talk to her. Our stomachs were nuts. We just, we were all over the place. But then we started talking to her and she was just so cool and mm-hmm. so calming and do you know that you're famous, CJ? Yeah. Do you know that like, you're famous? And that you were talking to two people in Pasadena, Maryland? Yes. Like, Speaking of Pasadena, Maryland and famous authors. Oh, yeah. Bridget Kemmerer. Hello. We started doing book talks. Yes. With other podcasters or other bloggers. Yeah. And through a blogger, Ravenous Reader, Nancy, she introduced us to Bridget Kemmerer. Mm-hmm. And I found out. She lives right down the street from us. And she goes to the same pool as you. (laughs) So that was another big moment because I was like, oh, my gosh, there's a real author who has sold millions of books, literally swimming at my pool. And she came up to talk to me. Yeah. And he was like, wow, you're really famous. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been telling you for years. (laughs) (laughs) Two years to be exact. Oh, my gosh. It's just so cool. And then not to mention the other author that we interviewed. Yes. Kimberly Bell. Yes. That was a highlight of the year. Yeah. And those were all in 2018. Yes. Which is crazy because this year has felt long, but then also really short. Yes. Very short. kind of strange. Like July dragged on for forever. Mm -hmm. But then August was over in the blink of an eye. And September, I don't even know where September was. Yes. Where did that even come yet? I don't know, but wake me up. (laughs) wake me up (laughs) when when september ends (laughs) that was a good one that was good that was good good. uh we haven't done a musical episode in a long time no we haven't i haven't played my ukulele in a while that was probably one of my favorite episodes i was literally just thinking about that episode like last week yeah so to catch you up Brittany learned beauty and the beast Mm -hmm. on the ukulele and when we did our Disney Week series mm-hmm. last year, we sang Beauty and the Beast while Brittany was playing. We did. So, I mean, if you need to refresh yourself, go back to that episode and listen to the opener. Because yeah. that was hilarious. It was so good. It was so good. Oh, my gosh. I listen to that sometimes before I go to bed. <laughs> it's a little lullaby. <laughs> I just love everything that we've been doing and that we continue to do. There hasn't mm-hmm. been a time where I'm like, oh, I, I wish that we wouldn't have done that because that really didn't set us apart from anybody else. Like we are doing a lot of things and trying to be innovative in the audiobook community. So mm-hmm. like our newest thing with the narrator struggles, we haven't heard very many narrators talk about their personal struggles with recording audiobooks. And like we say in those episodes, we have one last week. You can go listen to it. It's Christine Bam. Mm-hmm. The struggles can be small and they can or they could be huge. But letting people know of these struggles lets others understand your process a little bit better. Exactly. And what made us kind of like very interested in this topic is we narrated a book together. Oh, my God. I, I, I forgot. <laughs> How did I forget? And we narrated this book and we walked away saying, holy crap, how do these people do this all the time? Like there are some narrators that will record like three books a week. Yes. How in the world do you do it? How do you do it? We recorded a book in three months. Yeah. I mean, it was like seriously a chapter a day. Yes. And it was 
hard. And that that in itself was a reason why we wanted to do the narrator struggle, mm-hmm. because there are so many famous narrators out there. There's so many successful narrators that they haven't really shared how they got to be so successful and so good. And this is the time to do it. This narrator struggles is going to show people that narrators are people too. And they are, they, it takes them a while to practice reading too. It does. You can't just (laughs) look at a book one day and read it. Yes, exactly. It takes training. It takes training. It takes practice. Hours and hours of like messing up Mm -hmm. and restarting. It takes money. It takes food because you need to stop your stomach from growling. Exactly. It takes financial stability to buy all this darn equipment. It does. This stuff ain't cheap. No, it ain't. But they do it. They do it. So narrator struggles is really fun. Yeah. I would love to hear from somebody when they like about their very beginning Mm -hmm. of their narrating career. Just like where they recorded how they recorded what they used to record. Like what was their process for starting off? Like I would love to hear that from. The fuck? (laughs) Is there, is there a witch in the house? Oh my God. I don't even understand. What What was that? That was your CD drive. This thing has a CD drive still? Yeah, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I would love to hear what someone like Lauren Ezzo started out with. Oh, yeah. Like, what was the process when you first, like, day one, like, preschool Lauren Ezzo? Mm. Well, Mm -hmm. preschool narrator Lauren Ezzo. (laughs) We love you, but we don't know if we need to know about what you were like at four years old. Maybe we do. Maybe we do. Hmm. That's another series. Yes. <laughs> baby narrators. Baby narrators. <laughs> <laughs> narrators for babies. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear that and know what that that process was like. Mm-hmm. Or even like Tiffany Mars. Since yes. she is like on her wave of like up and coming. Mm-hmm. She just came out with a new book. Yes. I'm really, I really want it. Oh. It's the Sea That's Witch. The Sea Witch. Yes. yes. Yeah. I like, need I need to get it. She's like, I'll get your code. I'm like, all right, girl. How much does she fit in with our life? It's it's pretty dangerous how close she is it's, to our our interests. Yeah, it's like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. We're not complete without Tiffany Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of what we've already mentioned, and I wanted to kind of touch on more, is we narrated a book. Oh, yeah. That's another huge success of Audio Shelf in the past two years. Not only did... We, I can't look at you like that. <laughs> you look like a completely different person when you when you sprawl your when eyes I out like that. Do my, when I do a facelift. <laughs> so, but no, we not only did we did audio shelf in general narrate two books. I narrated my first, and you narrated your second in two years. Yeah, all, all done within a closet. All done within a closet. Which Man. I guess that's my little preschool narrator story (laughs) oh but that's Um, been a pretty crazy journey too yeah it has been that was a learning curve i definitely liked like if i would have had the experience well actually i can't say that if i wouldn't have had the experience with the first book that i would have been able to do left hanging Mm -hmm. because i wouldn't have known what to do 
But because I, you know, had done bricks, I felt confident with both of us doing a book. It was your first book, so mm-hmm. you could ask me questions if you wanted to or yeah. figure out what was up with like the sound because we had sound issues at first mm-hmm. with us matching up correctly and just figuring that out. And also the accents and stuff. The accents. Knowing to ask about accents. Mm -hmm. And the relationship that we built with the authors. Yeah. Both of them follow us on Twitter now. Uh And Cindy, because this was my first and only book so far, she was a tremendous help. Yes. Giving so much feedback. Teresa had nothing but positive things to say about you via Twitter. Yeah. So it's really cool that we have developed these relationships with authors that we are narrating their books for. Yeah, and our our voices live on forever. Forever. Forever, ever. Forever, forever ever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a musical episode is coming in our blood. Like, it's just, it, we had Celine a yes. couple weeks ago. Oh, where that was we good. busted into that beautiful duet. That would have been a good duet for this episode. Oh. Because oh, these, these past two years, have it's all coming back to me now. It is. It is. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, it has been a great two years and we have so much more that we want to do and that we want to explore. We want to get more into just general talking because mm-hmm. we had an idea for like a, se- a separate show. Oh, I guess that's one thing that was not so positive is that we stopped doing After Dark. I was just going to say that. Yeah. It's kind of like at the end of the award ceremonies where we, we where there's the immoral. What was it? Immemorial. Immemorial. Memorial. Memorial. Memoriam. 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 Right? Yeah, that's it. Memoriam. In in memory. Yes, in memory sequences. And I think we should do that one of those right now. <laughs> so yes, like you're Will you remember me? Oh, okay. We're a, little, we're a little off. We need to get our music. <laughs> we need to get our sad music on point. <laughs> No, but like you said, After Dark. Let's talk about that. Okay. Oh, you want me to do that? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> After Dark. 2017 to 2017. When did we stop After Dark? <laughs> it was January 2018. Oh, okay. So May 2017 to January 2018 because we did a new year's eve episode we did and that was the last one because the one that we did with karen Mm -hmm. messed up and Uh, got corrupted that was such a good one and it was such a bitter ending like it wasn't even sweet it was just bitter it was just a bitter end because it didn't end up working it was so it's sad it was because karen came over and we picked out the best episode. Oh, my God. It was so good. This episode was going to put us on the map for After Dark. And then it got corrupted. Yeah. And how is that the only one that has ever had that happen? Like, I have no idea. It's just like, it's like it knew that mm-hmm. we were going to be ending. And it was like, you know what? This is the time that you just need to be finished. Another thing that we lost this year mm-hmm. was... Dip in the sauce. It didn't even get the sauce open. We had a premiere, the backdoor pilot. Yeah. And it didn't get picked up. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know what did get picked up from that? The life's the life lessons that we learned that we can apply to Audio Shelf. 
So mm-hmm. we are going to have these general topics that we're going to talk about, but we're going to try to relate them to audiobooks as much as possible because we just want to have conversations. Yes. And we think that literature and reading and entertainment as a, in general, that is what gets us through these hard times. Yes. And I think we got something going on with those episodes. So far, those have been the most listened to episodes yeah. to date. Yeah. Murphy Brown got really low ratings, which I'm really disappointed about. Wait, it premiered? Yes. Yesterday, got 1.1 rating. And only 7 million people wa- watched it. No. Like, what the H? What the hell? And I think, to be honest, okay, you have to think about this. Murphy Brown premiered like 30 years ago. Oh, um... Yeah, she went into the 90s, but it was 10 years. Yes. She, what, it went off 94? Yeah, um, probably like 92. I don't know, maybe. So then it would have premiered in 1982. So yes. So over 30 years. Exactly. And everyone was like, well, it wasn't high as high as Roseanne. And I'm like, okay, but Roseanne just ended like probably 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, Roseanne was still in the 90s and I think went. It was like 98. And it went into the 2000s, I yeah. thought. Um, maybe, and I think it ended in 98 or maybe 99, maybe 2000. This we got something that I'm going to look up. We got to look it up. Yeah. But, because it's bullcrap. But people are like, oh, our conservative shows are, are doing better than the more progressive shows. And I'm like, oh my God, give me a break. Okay. It's just people my age don't know who Murphy Brown is. It's I not mean, even an argument. Do. Yeah. It's not even an argument like, oh, progressive shows. So you mean progressive as in um, female leads? Exactly. Because Roseanne also had a female lead until she done effed it up. Exactly. But like Murphy Brown, like what are you mm-hmm. talking about? It's, it's still a female being exactly. in a leader position of mm-hmm. something great. Like put your differences aside and just enjoy the entertainment. I mean, Candace Bergen is an icon. She is. And the fact that she still looks oh is God. good. She looks so good. I mean, yeah. I would take her out for some spaghetti. Oh, spaghetti. (laughs) But yes, and then I just, and everyone's like, oh, Last Man Standing is going to come back and going to kill in the ratings. And I'm like, oh my God. It's going to be on Fox. Somebody watches Fox. And it has two new replacements. Yes. No one's going to even realize who, who and what is on the screen. Get off your stool. Pull it out of your butt. Oh. What? Oh, wait, never mind. Um, it, Roseanne, ended, oh, Jesus. Oh, 1988 to 1997. Gotcha. So you were very close with 1998. Okay. Eight. But still, it was still younger than Murphy Brown. Way younger than Murphy Brown. Let's look up Murphy Brown while I have the Wikipedia open. Let's do it. Murphy Brown. Television series. Oh, God. What? It's doing this thing where it says November 1988 to present. That is not accurate. Even though that's the same thing that Will and Grace did. They started the season off with season one. Yeah. That's what Murphy Brown did. Season one. I'm like, what? There ain't no season one. No, it's 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 like season 11. Yeah, it's seriously. All right. Where are you at? Where are you at? I just want to see when it originally premiered. Oh, 
Um, no, actually. Murphy Brown was 1988 to 1998. Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, it okay. was, it, like, was the same as Roseanne. Then I completely need to be slapped in the face for being stupid and not knowing my times. That's totally fine. I just thought Murphy Brown was older. Maybe it was well, for the older generation. I don't know. You know what I think it is? I think it's a difference in, um, like, class. I don't mean that as like a negative, but like Roseanne came on at a time when it was like, it was not something that you saw every day. You didn't see like the middle to lower class life Mm -hmm. and how a person like that deals with their kids and all that stuff, which we have to accept that our country is like lower to middle class. Yes. There's not a lot of rich people just running around. Exactly. But then Murphy Brown was a woman who worked and it was in the workplace and there was a lot of females Mm -hmm. and and those females were successful and she was also raising a kid on her own. And it was a kind of titled as a feminist show. Yeah. And so it kind of shut out a lot of um, men from watching. Whereas Roseanne was like, Oh, we have John Goodman to watch. Yeah, and also, I mean, Murphy Brown won so many Emmys back then. Yes. Roseanne, I don't know if she did any, won any Emmys. artistically, not artistically, but it's, um, has a good message. I mean, both of them, when they came out, had different meanings. Yes. They, one was showing off one sort of life, and the other was showing off another. Mm-hmm. Both were different, but both should have the same kind of powerful viewership. Yeah, exactly. And I think that the reason why Roseanne probably had more numbers is because a lot of the people who are watching Murphy Brown or would be watching Murphy Brown have cut their cable. (laughs) Yes, true. (laughs) Because cable's too expensive. That is true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't even have that stuff anymore. So they have to take into account people who stream it afterwards. True, true. But this is just a topic that we discuss in our audio shop talks. Yeah, I kind of forgot that we were (laughs) (laughs) recording our two year anniversary episode. Uh, What are some other good positive memories? All of them. All of them. That is very nice. What are some negatives? Oh. I mean, the time the episode was corrupted. Yeah. Um, We had a lot of interviewing snafus snafus so like every time we recorded a really great interview our system would act up yeah we've had to be in contact with a lot of different programs to say like why are you not doing this right and we haven't found one that really works well that also fits into our budget because i'm sorry i'm not paying 30 dollars a month when we do one interview a month exactly that's not going to happen that's a ripoff and you can go suck a toe yeah, exactly. And I think the scariest time was when we interviewed Christine Vam. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. we didn't get her re- end of the recording for like literally like three days. <laughs> yeah, because for some reason it just kept wanting to say like it's uh, finishing. It was finalizing like the whole entire time. Yeah, we, so were, we were like, like, what is going on? Christine's going to hate us because we are freaking out. I mean, I was panicking. I was sweating. Mm-hmm. And I think I shat myself. Yeah. Yeah. You were just like watching me and being like, I don't know what this means, but I'm scared. (laughs) So, yeah, we've had a lot of malfunctions with our technology. Yes. And it all 
not to say that it's not our fault, but the companies that do these sort of like recordings, Mm -hmm. it was all on them. (laughs) I mean, for real. And it's truth. And it's truth. We had our connections good. We Mm. had our backups solid. Yes. Man. So what kinds of things are we looking forward to next year? Next year, I'm looking forward to us talking more about entertaining topics Mm -hmm. and hopefully having more engagement on our Twitter and our Instagram and just getting feedback when we ask for feedback. That's that has continued to be one of the most frustrating things is that we don't get any feedback. Mm -hmm. We just get likes and we get retweets, but that doesn't help us create interesting content. Yes, definitely. I'm also excited to finalize our office space. Oh, yes. We need to work on our table and we'll send pictures of before and afters uh-huh. and we'll work on our set, our like our recording studio uh-huh. and get that going nicely. Oh, I'm excited for that. I'm real excited. Whew. If you want to stay up to date with what we're doing, please follow us on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me. Like us on Facebook at Audio Shelf. And also follow us on Instagram at audioshelf underscore podcast. We will be releasing those pictures and we also talk a little bit more about ourselves. And that's also something that I want to share in the future as well. Yes. I want to share a little bit more about us. I agree. I agree. We can do hashtag Friday introductions. Ooh. Because we're getting like pictures it. up in New York this weekend. Yeah, girl. Super excited. I have my outfit all picked out. Me too. Mm, it's going to be blue. Mine's going to be like a maroon. Oh. That's going to be so good together. Oh, my God. I love it. So we're excited. Yes. And so please subscribe to us wherever you can listen to a podcast. We are everywhere. So there's no excuse for you not to be listening. Exactly. And if you would like to help us out financially, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon. So go on over to our Twitter and click in the bio section and Click that Patreon link and donate a dollar if you can. Yeah. A dollar goes a long way. It really does. And you also get early access to our episodes. And who doesn't want early access to Brad and my voice? Yes. And you might, if you donate enough, you might be a producer on our show. Yeah. We have one more spot available for that. Oh, one more spot. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. Who's going to get it? Fight. Fight to the end. Man. And if you also want some free audiobooks, go on over to our website and click on the Audible affiliate link and download two free books for a 30-day free trial. 30-day. That's pretty cool. So until the next 365-day anniversary. Ooh, happy anniversary, by the way. Happy anniversary. Hey. It's been amazing going through this with you. Yes, I agree. I concur. <laughs> Creme. 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 <laughs> Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Hello? 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 Boobs. Sorry about that. <laughs> Whoa. Should I go put him away? No. <laughs> That's Benny's little...
footprints. <laughs> if they can hear it. Reading is good. Eddie opens the door. He walks in through the door. Actually, he sounds like he's clawing his way through the door. Yeah. He closes the door Wondering. and walks to the basement door. He's wondering nope, to the kitchen. What is going on here? I thought we were going to New York. <laughs> he stops in the kitchen to put his bags down and oh. also break some stuff. Puts those dirty dishes in the kitchen so I can wash them before we leave for New York. <laughs> hey, Eddie. Brad says, hey, Eddie. <laughs> and Eddie walks to the middle of the room and just stands there. Ig ignores me, per usual. Completely. He walks to the couch. Edward. <laughs> he walks to the basement door. He opened. Oh, he said yes. Hey, we're almost done recording. Brad said, hey. And he said, all right. And then. Thank you. Three seconds. Um, a couple more, a couple more minutes. He closes the door. He pants. <laughs> Huffs. And puffs. And then sits on the bed. 